0: Okay, punters, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview finally Stakes Day, BJ Ryan and Terry Layton. We're teaming up at the Hen House Podcast Studios to record episode 140, Guru, of the 1-1, your West Australian Racing Podcast. It is 11.30am on Thursday, the 8th of September, Northern today. Uh, happy Miss Vasari Day for uh, all the all the new Miss Vasari owners, Belmont, of course, and it's Carnarvon Cup Day on Saturday, and we're back at historic York, the undulating track, one of Terry's... Um, favourite venues to punt sometimes,
1: <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> on, on Sunday stay tuned yes don't forget BJ yeah. to stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market city meets get out steaks competition i think it's the only field with more than now there's two fields i think with 10 runners in this mm. week so dear me. Uh, and don't forget we have our uh, round 2 our quarter final of the um of the media mogul <laughs> WA racing media mogul the fresh yeah. um the with jay rooney the all conquering jay rooney taking on the up and comer riley dot morgan so uh you don't want to miss that mm. first of four.
0: Yeah, Rooney taking on all the other moguls that wait for age feels a little bit like Wink's like just beating up on it all It does, current, yeah.
1: Uh, you got the 112 Raiders taking mm-hmm. on all the 96 Raiders yep. but they can get held up for a run and look, at the end of the day if it comes to a final and Rooney's in it, we'll probably feed the other person questions <laughs> beforehand. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, make, we'll do our best to get Rooney beaten. so
0: <laughs> And from a Betfair point of view, uh, the little birdie tells me that you've been uh, jumping on Gareth Hall's new show, the uh, SEN Giddy Up. So yeah, you, of I course, went on. Because Gareth has just started with SEN this week yeah. moving across from RSN, of course.
1: Yeah, I just on for two minutes and given a tip went well yesterday tipped him a cheerful moment which ran second and uh he's a pro each way which ran fourth so yeah good start standard yeah it is it is standard <laughs> honestly Eric, and my last eight best bets have lost just about so um how good is a
0: how good is a place bet fourth nothing better, oh it's nothing just, better, yeah either.
1: yeah it's good punting though yeah. it's about five bucks oil, so it's pretty happy and the winner i marked six dollars twenty and it paid 11.50 that fair sp but didn't have a cent on it
0: was that he's a lucky lad? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it was a good win. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well just once again, like I mean what was I, th- I think a few of them sort of just, just stopped realizing how good the rail was. Yeah. Like, trying to make runs wide was um yeah, it was pretty wild stuff.
0: Well that it's leads been pretty it, consistent, really. That leads us straight into our Belmont track report, brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design, whether it's racetrack, residential, or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. Now Terry, we were uh, in an obscure rail position yesterday. It was 20 with a cutaway, and as you just mentioned, it was the rail was still pretty good. Um, this Saturday, of course, it's out three metres between the mile, that's the 1,600-metre mark, and the 400-metre mark. But there's no cutaway. True remainder. So what does that it, mean? It just tapers into the true, yeah. So... <sighs> Yeah, rather than having the, the the cut back in, it tapers it tapers in. So, um, yeah, interesting rail position. And um, yeah, what do you what do you make of it? I don't
1: know. <laughs> what do you make of that? Honestly, mm. the tracks are uh, yeah, the track's pretty worn. I know a few trainers probably don't want to run their horses on it too much at the moment. It's probably contributing to the smaller field sizes. So yeah, the three meter pad a couple of weeks ago, or was a month ago, was um, was really bad. But there was also a lot more rain that particular day, so it might have chopped up a bit as well. But uh, uh, yeah mindful what's going to happen but who knows uh
0: the <clears throat> the soft six yesterday mm-hmm. uh, I've, uh the the vince Cardi's daily sectionals numbers came through to me this morning and they were they were more they were more or less pointing towards a heavy track a, mu- a much heavier track than a soft six at belmont yesterday so i think the i think it was more i think they were a bit that might have been a bit light on from a from a rating point of view so it's going to be interesting to see what the track does this Saturday with um, not a lot of rainfall scheduled, is there for the next couple of days?
1: Nah, bugger mm. all. One yep. or two mils potentially. So yep. I can't imagine they'll chuck a huge amount of irrigation on the track either. So I think it'll be. I- I've allowed for a soft five. Yeah. So there's been no rain the last twenty four hours, according to Chris. Just because it's worn, it's playing. wet. Yeah. Even if it's a soft it's five, it's just playing a bit <laughs> clumpy. Yeah, <laughs> that's the word I'm going to use. Yeah. So the um. Yeah. So interesting.
0: note, Yeah. Just remember. Just just be. Careful, punters, there is, it, may, it may appear with the rail position description like there's a cutaway, but there is no cutaway at uh, at Belmont on Saturday. No no real rain uh, forecast at the moment on Chris. It says it's a soft six, so uh, hopefully the track improves with some drying weather today, mm-hmm. tomorrow, and uh, leading up to race one uh, on Saturday. So, yep. All right, let's get started, Terry. It's race one, the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Handicap, 12.08 bounce down. Uh, at Belmont this sad day, we've got a Westby Platinum kick things off. Fifty-eight plus over the one thousand metres with a minimum of fifty-four kgs. Now, Sokhoff is an interesting horse, isn't she? She's um, just a different horse when she can find the rail in front, as uh, we noticed um, two starts ago. Uh, about one thousand meters, found the rail in front. We pegged and, that though. Mm, we
1: we pegged that pretty clearly. And last mm, time we both well, you made a delay, mm, but I yeah, said we had fifteen dollars, and she went around three dollars fifty. So yeah,
0: sat outside leader, um, last start, <coughs> and was one of the first horse beaten, beaten eight eight point seven five lengths. But on Saturday this weekend, Sokov looks like uh, lead rail is going to be. Um, well and truly on the cards here from gate one. It looks good setup for a bounce back.
1: Yeah. If she turns up, she wins. It's that simple. Um, there's no pressure on on the top. Storm Commander will look to tuck in. Um, Ultimate Command doesn't go quick at all, especially over the thousand. And um, Requisition can jump on its day, but not the same as Sokov can. So if she turns up, she wins, and you just need to decide what price. I couldn't back against her. These are a bunch of battlers. Mm. Um, Durant's pair are pretty, like, Queen Chip's an ordinary horse, and the fact that, Clint Johnson reporters on that over Tales of Manhattan means it's going better than Tales of Manhattan, I'd suggest, or it's yep. a stable number one. So, yeah, I was $1. 70, $1. seventy-five. dollars sock off. And maybe that's a little bit thin, not allowing for the fact sock off does have some quirks. Yep. Um, but even money above, I'm I'm happy to get involved, not really backing too many even money pops these <coughs> days, but when they're going to jump, run, lead in a race devoid of speed. Even if the pad is a bit of a query, it's early in the day, so it hasn't been chopped up and hasn't been utilised too much. So well, it's,
0: it's interesting that we've... You've spoken about Sockoff's liking for the rain affected. Mm-hmm.
1: However, maybe it was a bit
0: too rain yeah, affected. Yeah, we, we've noticed
1: time. that with a few mm-hmm. of them. Um, yeah, there's a few horses that have won. The position of Power's won. They put it, the improved performance down oh, to the well,
0: result, Man as well. Yeah, yeah, the
1: soft six, soft seven. And then they said the failure was down to the heavy nine, heavy mm-hmm. 10. So there's yeah different levels of wetness. So this will be a soft five type setup. Um, I don't think it matters if it's a good four, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, these are pretty ordinary.
0: Yeah, stands out, doesn't she? Yeah. Um, Holly, Holly on board, riding so confidently at the moment. We just got to trust Dion to have her sock off right on the day, and she'll get the job done. Pick a price it, you're happy with. Yeah, it. and if there's. For me, if you sock off out, I think the first horse home will be Storm Commander. A bit unlucky behind Traverne and Western Knight. The other day should have finished uh, a couple of lengths closer for sure. Chased home, sock off two starts ago. Chris Parner will will look to tuck in and and follow sock off um, in transit. Mm -hmm. Um, So um, next best is Storm Commander comfortably.
1: Yeah, and the other runner I've got below $10. Yeah. That was... Short and it's going to be, and there's going to be a lot like this throughout the whole card. It's there's a lot where it's it's pretty simply like I'm not backing against it, but mm-hmm. what price do I need to to get involved? So
0: all right, moving on to race two, the Tony Maraffa Plate uh, for the three year olds over one thousand meters. Good little race this, Terry. It's uh, from, double from R, here double F. from here on right. the uh, the three year olds are going to start um, ramping up. Start ramping up. Yeah, it's nice. Mm.
1: Yeah, this is uh, probably the race of the day, to be honest. Only eight of them, seven of them. Sorry, Luke's Mm. just come out laced up here. It's only the seven of them to do battle. And I was saying to you off air before, we- we can have horses we like and horses that we, we fancy and want to be on and, and, and blah, 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 but we are. There is a bit of guesswork in regards to how two-year-olds return. Uh, Man Crush hasn't even trialed. Um, just Go comes from a different form reference. Mm-hmm. Uh, Costa's Crown has trialed twice and has looked brilliant in its trials and probably will be one of the more popular runners just off that. Tiffany Street comes out of the races after the Caricatta, Um opted for the easier races, or oh, that's just how... Her, she came to hand at that yeah, particular time. I'm sure plan, they would have liked to go to a Karakata with her. Um, Data-wise, she was the strongest runner. Um, but, again, that's at a diff- slightly different time of the year. So how that all lines up, I'm not a data expert in that sense, but I presume just on that alone will I mean she probably starts um, favourite and no trial for Danny Morton. It's probably a sign of confidence, I'd suggest, from from that yard. Um, but the interesting stat I wanted to give you, and this isn't me knocking Tiffany Street, I'm, I'm I'm tossing up. Costas Tiffany got Costas on top mm-hmm. for me, but again, I'm, I'm guessing. I don't, you, I don't know how they go against each other, mm-hmm. so um, it's you really can only make a, a sort of an educated guess. Um, but Tiffany Street has beaten first of eight, first of eight. The fourteen horses behind her, not one of them has ever won a horse race. So you, you sure? Mm.
0: Did Lord Gannicus win a race?
1: I hope not. Maybe Lord Ganicus won. <laughs>
0: I thought Lord Gannicus went to Belmont and won a race, but I, could, I might have might have the wrong horse.
1: I hope you're wrong. I went through them, but maybe I didn't click on it. Hang on, I'm going to get into this very, 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 very quickly. Lord Gannicus is the only horse <laughs> that- <laughs> Sorry to put you on, on the spot there, but I was, Jeez, I, was I, better tra- I better change me the I was rider. positive
0: that horse won a race. Nah, <clears> no, no, <throat> no, you're right.
1: Mm. Oh, I hadn't I not clicked that? Because that was the uh, most- I bet rock on molly, so doesn't count. <laughs> um- so anyway, the form behind Tiffany Street is definitely <laughs> I- yeah. inferior, yeah. Um, but Tiffany Street gets the map as well. Should follow Just Go, who I expect to give a nice good kick, um, peel out, and off they go. Well, Costa's Crown could be forced to breeze, might try and get the back of Capricorn Man or Man Crush. I don't know. You don't know how it's all going to pan out. So um, my my confident call for this race is to take on Capricorn Man at the three at uh, the six bucks. I think it's absolutely none. What do you make what of is it? oh, ten bucks? What do you so. make
0: of the Costas Crown, Paul Harvey, rather than uh, Lacta? Yeah, it's a sign of intent. That's why. That's another
1: reason I got it on top. So interesting. Um, interesting. But neither that. of them are a bet for me at the current price. The market has really cleared out more than I expected it to. So
0: yeah, yeah. I could ju- I could go either way. Just a sign of sign of the strength of this sort of. Um, early spring three-year-old contest Man Crush, Capricorn Man and Costa's Crown all went around into Carriacatta Plate. So there's three horses out of a Carriacatta Plate into this sort of um, starting point here the thousand metre Tony Marafa Plate Tiffany Street Unbeaten um, and the Just just Go with Lord
1: Gannicus formal holder. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> just Go uh, was impressive. Um, beat Rupert's Empire, who they have a really strong opinion of from the Simon A. Miller camp. Second uh, protégé in the trial. Yeah, so, yeah, I think you're right. I think Just just grow, go, obviously leads leads at speed. Tiffany Street tucks in. Interesting for me is where what where Costas maps um, in running and um, and I guess the just how the tracks plan. So yeah,
1: three meter pad one off could almost be. Yeah, but it, it
0: it just feels like Tiffany Street. If she's if Dan's got it right, it's going to be in the right spot to produce at best with the pace being set by yep. Just Go. She can sort of <laughs> drop in and, and
1: follow that horse and and peel and get the get every chance. Yeah. It's, so I can see why she's on top. We're, 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 yes, and it's the uh, the figures as well. But, yep. um, yeah, fascinating race. Um, always sold by a good trial. Costa's Crown's yeah. for exactly that. Laquetta's gift for Marty Allen went well yesterday on debut. So it's not a huge form, Frank, but it's something. It shows that the horse that um, you beat home comfortably in its trial um, has some ability. Went back and watched all Costa's Crown's replays
0: last night just to familiarise mm-hmm. myself with him. And, jeez, some of those runs were big, weren't they? Yeah. Per, it was per, it was a per better, Stakes' um, run was big, very How many stiff.
1: two-year-olds come, a lot of two-year-olds, so their opening campaign can be their best, but yep. his second campaign was better than his first. And it looks on the trials, that his third. I'd could say be better than he'd his second. be one
0: of the best maidens in West Australia. So, yep. six starts for four placings, uh, third in Perth, fourth in the Caracada, third in the size, which was a funny old size, wasn't it? It was a very yeah. um, tactically odd race, very slow tempo. And his his effort to run third was behind Snowdome on that occasion, was excellent. And just the way how professional and how strong he's looked in his two Belmont trial wins suggests that the case is like he's he's superior at this time in. So, how'd um, you mount the race? Uh, I was. Where are we? I was uh,
1: three dollars Tiffany Street, three twenty Costa's Crown. Yeah, it was three cost is three fifty. I did it on the sort of the figures and that's not as I said, it's not really my go. And I sort of got Tiffany to 90, cost a dollar ninety. Costa cost four forty. So interesting if the money comes for the trial or I end comes up getting just go, um I had a third favourite, so yeah. just on map alone. You got a yeah. thousand meter, you got a horse that can jump, run, roll. Um, yeah. Probably being a bit harsh on man crush, but it's just it's won some races, so it gets that weight penalty. I don't know if it gives it Costas crown three and a half kilos from what I saw in the Karakata.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so uh, from the map it's likely to get, the run it's likely to enjoy, uh, Tiffany Street gets the nod for me, but I'm I'm hoping that if I'm going to be betting it's got a three in front of it, which I feel like I might not see. Yeah, exactly right. Okay. Race three, the Amelie Park Handicap. This is a graduation 60 plus over the 1,200 metres. It's a minimum of 54 kgs. We had a chat to our man Mitchell Pateman he's not around uh, the 54 is he? <laughs> <laughs> well wait did you say was? 67, 67. coaching up cup here we come but uh, <clears throat> of course he's going to be putting the polish on uh, protege the, the easily the most fascinating runner of the card here at finally stakes Day. down the bottom it's very rare that you see maidens go um, mm-hmm. uh, maiden winners go straight into a graduation but this is the pathway that they've um, opted for protege and for me it feels it makes perfect sense especially when you look at the opposition yep. the 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 setup with the with gate four and this eight horse field um, fifty three kgs just ticks a lot of boxes doesn't he oh I had him I had him odds on so
1: yeah it's about even money I knew it was never going to be a betting proposition for me just because there's so much spook around mm-hmm. and whatnot but um, the only thing I'll say is if you if you put a lot of these horses out in front um, they probably win that maiden by four lengths as well mm-hmm. like that's that's one thing I will uh, just uh, sort of throw out there as, as a word of caution but mm-hmm. um, I, no, I
0: like the, I like the sustained speed. Um, that showed up in the numbers that I saw for Protege. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a suck and dash or anything like that. Holly worked across, at a good tempo to take up the running from gate nine, and just kept him rolling. And he, but he was still able. I think he ran the fastest two hundred of the race from in front. Do you know what I mean? So um, he was he was well, fastest six hundred of the race from yeah, in front. Okay. So. I'll get the figures up shortly, yep. but it was a sustained speed. There was no stopping and starting, and if, if he rolls along at a sustained speed here, yeah, I don't think they can
1: keep oh, up. Oh, no, at- it's a great, Matt. 53 kilos. Um, Yeah, it looks a, a tremendous setup. Uh, I can't see any horse that will really take him on for the top either. Strathmore Rose, Is I think that, racing well, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. She, if, she, if she jumps and Protégé doesn't step as well, she's one that might try to hold the top, whether aggressive from the wide gates on Dunbar Spirited Session, but Protégé showed enough gate speed Um, on debut. Um, to lead this up easily and, yeah, really should be winning. Interesting runner will be Real Grace. Um, Never like him off seven days of sprinters, especially when they're coming off about a 400-day break. Mm. But she only had half a run, I guess, last week being held up like she was. Um, Chance here, because she jumped so well in both her trials that they might look to be super aggressive and pop her out and hold the back Mm. of protege. But I don't know if that'll be – uh, beneficial. For I, her f- I felt like so she she's was probably go- three back. The fence. I, d- I felt like she was going just about as well as Cashaway. Um, Potentially, mm-hmm. I reckon Cashaway was going better. That's my feel, but I, you don't know. Margie, I, I watched was- it. I watched it three or four times, yeah. and I'm not. I'm not too sure. Real Grace has been a very costly conveyance <laughs> to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, not just punters in general, but definitely to me. Uh, over what did the you, June, What did you so- make of Harmika first up? Poor,
0: yeah, plain.
1: Uh, yeah. horse pixie chicks laid out in front uh, of her, but I still thought that she was had an entitlement to do a little bit more. So, this map could work out well if a few yeah. of those are defensive. She can be aggressive and land in the breeze, and that's where she beat
0: it. Was a that was a that was in a, the breeze? There was a big anchor drop in that race as well, which I don't think suited a couple of horses. In it the didn't, but years. she
1: still went poorly, and that's what still, and the stables sort of uh, they're going they're still training some winners, but yeah. they've got so many runners, you're going to train winners so. Right. Um yeah, big big watch on Harmaker. Yeah. Big watch on Harmaker. But yeah, I think I was about two ten, two twenty protege. I, I doubt I'm getting to a bet price. Two fifty'd get me a bet. If we get a drift like last start, I'll have a look. But I, I highly doubt I'm I'm gonna be given that opportunity. Yeah, I was
0: actually Dollar Eighty protege. Yep. So i just chucked a lot of these horses out of the market. And just just qualifying what I said before uh, off the numbers here. So at um at Belmont on the twenty first of August, protege from in front ran the fastest last six hundred of that race um, but the fastest last 200 was a horse called Land of Fire at um, mm. 11.78 whereas Protege was 11.89 so only marginally behind the fastest which is very rare when you sustain that speed and still run a, a slick 200 so there was real strength and merit in the performance it wasn't just the margins and of course his dreaming finish was a good run around fifth in that race um, the other day he came out and won a pretty ordinary maiden, but he won well at Belmont yesterday so mm-hmm. um, there's, there's been a h- couple of horses that have sort of leapfrogged from that race and, and performed well. So um, everything suggests to me that that uh, if Protégé is on his best behaviour um, and, uh, you know, he's switched on and ready to go, that um, he should get the job done easily again. I think Mitchell said he's the second best. Second, he considers him the second best three-year-old in uh, West Australia yeah. behind Amelia's Jewel. So, I like that.
1: Yeah, like if that's that. the case, then... Um, Tell you yeah. what, if there's ever going to be a day you're going to tip the card, there'll be a lot of hooting and hollering on Twitter, I reckon, from the WA Tipping Brigade, because today's a day where, on paper, you should be going, well, you could easily be going six or seven from the nine. So, yeah. So, sock off Costas or Tiffany Mm -hmm. and our protege. Very popular. We're only one different, aren't we?
0: Uh, I think I'm. Tiff. Tiffany. Yeah, okay. very good. Uh, race four is the Crown Perth Handicap. And this is just going to the, <laughs> add to the procession, I'd say. Eh? Yeah, I reckon. This is a graduation, 60 plus, 1,400 meters. And the procession that we're referring to, of course, is number five, Western Knight, Full Brother to Western Empire, who will be going around in Group One Company at Flemington on Saturday. Western Knight, uh, impressive. First up winner at Northam with CJP in the saddle coming down the outside and didn't have a lot of luck um, when he came to town in a um, zero metro win last year race, uh, running on to finish second behind Travern there over the 1,200, but from um, but rising to the 1,400, you imagine would suit Gate 1, <clears throat> pardon me, Gate 1 should get a nice run in transit, CJP rides that position uh, better than anyone, especially on a, on a uh, horse that needs to, on a sit and sprinter, I suppose. So uh, all points towards, um, you know, Western Knight making, making his presence felt in um, stepping up to graduation company 1,400 metres. It just depends what price you want to take.
1: Yeah, it does, yeah. I, mean, I, I like the fact that it's too short for me at the moment as well because um, that rail in run with cover at this pad last time was horrible. And mm. so if that's the case, then you can pretty happily steer clear. So I think Western Knight goes pretty good, but I don't yeah. think it's a great horse by any stretch of the imagination. I think it could turn into one in time, but uh, even that when it got out behind Traverne last start, it hit the line nicely. But it sort of just limped past Agent J a little bit, who did a fair bit of work out in front. So, look, I got Western Night on top. I'm two dollars forty five. Um, but look at the two twenty, especially with the query on the rail. Not diving in. He'll be the one I'm tipping for the yep. sake of trying to tip the card, AJ. Um, but it's a it's a pretty uh, yeah. I, I, it's a funny horse as well because it's been a massive its last mm. two. So um, I can't see where a huge amount of money comes here. Potentially Rain of Fire, who's perhaps suspect right up to the fourteen hundred. No change leads, which could be a really nice thing when you got a, a couple of – when you've got a weak field behind you. Uh, Vogue's Choice, I know it ran second to Annihilator, but that last run was better than it looks at Northern. Yeah, it sort of got really, driven mad by that. It got driven Man. mad. Probably was entitled to give it up, but I don't know if it's winning from the breeze and it's definitely not winning going back. Um, I mean, the best – the most credentialed horse in this race is the old boy. Um, yeah. And I think the old boy has been forgotten about in the market. I'm just – Uh, What is he about? I kept twenty five to one. I kept him
0: pretty safe, actually.
1: Yeah, I was low. I think I was ten, eleven dollars, twelve dollars. Red publisher. Uh, I think with the apprentice going on, maybe Ash isn't fully serious here. I think maybe Brad. But if he was, (laughs) yeah, I think maybe Brad Rillower being booked might have told a told a story. Mm. But uh, his first up run last campaign was in a seventy eight plus. Um, and he ran a great, uh, I think he ran eighth, but he was beating three and a half length Jericho missile. If you go back and watch the run, it was huge. He hit mm. the line great. He runs that race here, he probably just about wins it. So, yep. And he gets in with 56 and a half in a 60 plus, not a 78 plus. So um, look, old boys tend to need the runs and tend to need multiple runs to get the legs up to full fitness. But uh, look, if you don't want to dive into the shorts about Western Night, I think um, the value currently is, is I don't think it's a win at all, but the value currently is Red Publisher. What price did you say you had uh rain of fire? I was two dollars forty five Western night, five fifty rain of fire, mm-hmm. seven seventy no change, twelve dollars red publisher. Yeah, I was two fifty Western
0: night, four dollars rain of fire. So uh he's <coughs> he's not he's a decent pretty decent horse on his day, rain of fire
1: and um it was a good win last good night. Win. It, it was the right win. part of the track, but he had to sort of sustain a run. I wouldn't yeah. look at the fact that um, Forest Ward didn't frank that because I don't think that uh, its following run had gotten much luck in mm-hmm. running. He got stuck deep and the apprentice just got a little bit lost there. Yeah, and um, if
0: you want to if you want to um, work around Western Knight, that rain fire stands out a uh, mild. I mean, I think especially from the gay, he's just going to – he might even have Western Knight pocketed, if you know what I mean, and – CJK yeah, you probably don't a, want Rain of
1: Fire ridden too closely, but it's probably a, it's, it's probably a, it's, it's probably a natural strider yeah. better than Western Knight. So, uh, Bob's over the journey and traditionally have always got better at jumping. Mm. Not all of them, but a lot of them have got. Like we saw Western Empire, really Arcadia Queen. Yeah. I'm not saying it's those type of horses. Then there's some, I guess, that haven't actually Galaxy Star Stage Mans. So they yeah. never sort of learnt the jumping caper. Um, but yeah, fascinating. I'm I'm really happy not getting involved Western Knight at that type of short price. Like yeah. if, if it was three bucks, I, I'd probably feel obliged to have something on. But yeah,
0: it was a funny old race the other day that when he got beat, uh, Travern led and Agent J instead of like improving to Traverne's outside and sort of breezing, um, Brandon slip Louis just stream. opted to, to stand yeah. the slipstream, which meant that um, Western Knight – was four back defense rather than being three back yeah. defense. and wasn't able to creep into the race. If you
1: look at the last twos, it's only taken half a length or a length off Treverne in the last two hundred anyway. Like Traven wasn't winning no matter, even if it settled that horse closer. Knight uh, wasn't winning, sorry, even if it settled. That was a massive on pace day as well and rail bias day, but it did get the rail in run. So uh, it was good. Uh, it, this isn't a good race, so it no. deserves a clear fate. I marked the two forty five for a reason, but I just, I, I'm just, I'm just wary. I'm just a bit wary about mm. everything. If yeah, it starts a dollar ninety, I'd want to bet around it. If it starts three bucks, I'll be on. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, I'm. I'm. My um, betfair punting's going so well. At the bet, betfair. I'm confronting of the, <laughs> the the statements. activity statements, <laughs> mate. I'm absolutely horrid on the exchange this year. Like, <laughs> dear me. So don't listen to me when I tell you to bet smarter. Yeah. Don't. don't <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm not having too bad a year. It's 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 going okay. But geez, my betfair betting is uh, it's going backwards. It's going about as quick as the slug. <laughs> so, uh, the slug and <laughs> airless had a child. Airless is a horse I had with Wolfie back in the day. Is that right? I have not ever told you about that, yeah. Right, it, would well, that's very, t- uh, it would have been 18, What was the one you had with Ian, glady Oh, King Cooker. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, that went. was the slowest I've ever had. Uh, King Street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a hard luck story, though. <laughs> All right.
0: Okay, Terry, I think it's time we take a break because it's heat two. Of our W Racing Media Mogul Mastermind Tournament featuring whom? Whom? Who's who? We got
1: who's whom playing? Yeah. uh, uh Riley Dot Morgan Dot Morgan and uh, uh, the Champ Jay Rooney. Champ. All right. Yep. All right. We'll take a break and we'll be back with those two gentlemen squaring off in uh, Heat Two. It's behind a paywall tournament. though. Sorry. So <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's, it's a texture of two dollars <laughs> to listen to this week's Mastermind. <laughs> It is now time for Heat 2. Heat 2. Heat 2, quarterfinal 2. We'll call it quarterfinals, even though it's round one. (laughs) Quarterfinal 2 of the Frisk, the the WA Racing (laughs) Mundaring Hotel, WA Racing Mastermind Competition. I've absolutely cooked that, but that's okay. Uh, We have got eight of um, the sharpest minds in the Western Australian racing media to come together in a knockout tournament to uh, to see who is our... uh, uh, who is our sharpest mind? We've got the early favourite mm. today in Mr. Uh, Jay Rooney. Yeah taking on uh, the up-and-comer. A man, I reckon, can give him a shake. One thing I do think, though, I do think this first-to-four system rather than first-to-three will see the real cream rise to the top. Creme de la could, creme. Which mm. could be Jay Rooney. But uh, Mr. Riley Morgan mm. to take him on. So One-one uh, regular as well.
0: So, let's uh, yeah, let's get him in. So, first and foremost, uh, the Media Mogul Tournament is proudly brought to you by the Mundaring Hotel. It's been heart of the hills since eighteen. 99 located up in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If uh, if you're on your way home, if you're on your way to and or from uh, Northern Races today, uh, drop in to see Butchie. That's Ian O'Connor. Say good day. Let him know that you listen to the one one. There's plenty happening up there at the Mundaring feed flutter froffies. Big deck. Miss Vasari owners all. Miss uh, <laughs> <eight, laughs> free all afternoon apparently. Yeah, Miss Vasari uh, ownership. Drop in there. Uh, the Twelve thousand. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, good man, Butchie. um, Shout out to our man up there at the Mundaring Hotel. We've got two moguls ready to cross swords here. Terry's already mentioned them. Let's bring them in. First and foremost, welcome to our mogul, Riley Morgan. Morgs, welcome back.
2: Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. And gee whiz, Terry, this is a bit of a stitch up, mate. I asked you for the—I uh, asked you for North Melbourne in the form of Brad McManus, and you've given me the Driven lines of the early two thousands and Jay
1: Rooney. So. <laughs> yeah, there was no way I was telling you you were running into uh, into Jay Rooney. So. He's,
0: hes copped a Hall of Famer first the, up. The <laughs>
1: first time—the first time you were finding out was when it was on Twitter. And if you pull out at that stage, you look a little bit uh, a little bit weak. So no, we uh, thanks for uh, for coming in as well. We had Julio Santarelli on the. Uh, on the list, but uh, Julio's a bit of a late withdrawal, so make sure you hop into him, uh, about that one, Riley. But uh, look, I there's been a little bit of support for you in the early markets, um, surprisingly, uh, Mr. Morgan. I he has a confidence level, I'll give you a shake today.
2: It's interesting, there must have been a few whispers about the uh, the rogue point question that BJ raised on clear yesterday. <laughs>
0: I think right. there's, I think there's been a couple, I think, I couple think, of. I, I think that's
2: where the money's come from.
0: I think a couple of people have been uh, have been doing a bit of Miss into Riley Morgan, yeah. which is which has led to uh, a bit of a, uh, a bit of a. Um, support there for uh, for Riley. Hey, um, th- yeah, once again, thanks for thanks for jumping on um, at late notice, and um, yeah, always a pleasure to have you here on the one-one. Riley Morgan. Now let's welcome back our Hall of Famer. He's on the uh, Mastermind uh, Mount Rushmore. None other than Jay Rooney. G'day, Jay. Yeah,
2: guys. How are we going?
0: Now this is speaking of media moguls. Is there any bigger than our man from the West Australian, Terry? No, there isn't. Okay. There isn't. So really, this is this is this tournament set up for him, isn't it? Really, like he's already on the hall of fame. He's
1: already Mount Rushmore. He's got. A, he's actually got a little bit to lose. Oh, plenty to lose. Yeah. yeah, plenty to lose. Yeah. If he goes out round one, I mean, people are going to talk. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> Straight sets for uh, oh man, Jay Rooney. All right, hey, uh, as always, Jay. Pleasure. Thanks for giving up your time to have a crack, another crack at the Mundaring Hotel W Racing Mastermind. Riley and Jay, you guys know how to play. Your names are your buzzers, and to be crowned this week's Mastermind. You need to be the first person to answer four questions correctly. Remembering, if you tuned in last week, Terry's new segment named the last jockey to win on. Uh, To get one point in that particular segment, you need need to to get get,
1: two points. You need to
0: get two. Just like to
1: make things difficult.
0: So uh, we, we took something that was really simple and we made it just a little bit less simple. <laughs> so, uh, okay. So I think, it's, I think it's your turn now, Terry. It is. All okay. right. It is. All right. Jay Rooney,
1: are you ready?
2: <laughs> yep, let's go. <laughs>
1: Riley Morgan. I forgot his name. Riley Morgan, are you ready? What a lack of respect for getting in there.
2: we <laughs> cool <laughs> boy.
1: All right. Three, two, one. So I'm going to ask who was the last jockey to win a board a horse. Whoever has the first go, um, and if they're incorrect, the other person goes and back and forth until someone gets it. You do not get two goes in a row. We all clear with that, lads? Sorry, can you just can you just repeat yourself there, Terry? I missed the first bit. <laughs> is he taking the piss out of me? Are we doing who am I first? <laughs> no, nah, we're going to do the who was the last jockey to win a board.
0: Who's uh, the last jockey to win a board is first. Yes. who was the last
1: jockey to win a board is, yeah, is, okay. is first. So I'm going to give you the horse's name. The first person will buzz okay. in. If they get it wrong, the other person gets a crack. If they get it wrong, the other person goes. It's until somebody gets the right it's answer. like a rally. There's only a limited amount yeah, of jockeys, so you'll get there eventually. So, Okay. Who was the last jockey to win aboard Flirtini? Jay. Jay. Paul Harvey? Wrong. Riley. Quickly.
2: I'm going to say...
1: Quickly. Joe as a party. Wrong. Jay.
2: William
1: Pike. There we go. Yes. W Pike. It was in the uh, northern. No, started favourite the northern Sprint. Which race did you win? Yeah,
0: did it, it win was, that one?
1: No, nah, it didn't win that race. No, 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 no. no. Oh dear.
2: ready, maybe? Yeah, it won something like that. Or yeah, a have Scenic been Andretti, Blast yeah, or something like yeah, Started favourite that race. Yeah. Yep. yep.
1: All right, so in the early lead to two, the chase to two. Okay. 1-0, Jay Rooney. Uh, the second horse. Who was the last jockey to win aboard Floyd Riley Riley
2: Mitchell Payton
1: eh, Jay Jared Nosky. Oh, he's just he's too it. good. Yeah. he's just too good, isn't he? He's got it. It was Jared Nosky a while ago now. Yes, been a while
0: yeah, between, been drinks, a while for between drinks for Floyd. Yes, okay. Uh, so the score is J1. Riley at zero, and it's a first to four from okay. here on.
1: See that as a win, Riley. You've, you've lost two, and you're only down by one. So in, in your mind, you should be in front. It is a win. <laughs> yep, exactly right. The small, the small wins. All right, who am I? I last raced in April of 2021. While I would never have been considered Group One co- quality, geez, that's good talking. I competed in the 2018 Railway Stakes, won by Galaxy Star. I led that race. Wearing sun cream and looking after your skin is something you'll want to do to avoid being associated with my name. I won 10 races in a career amassing a tick over $600,000. Brad Parnham won on me seven times, with Kate Whitten winning on me twice. Jay. Jay. Wrinkly? Ah, oh, you are. Cool. You are wrinkly, Jay. I competed at listed level or above <laughs> on twenty-nine occasions, B.J. How's that? Winning twice the Mandra Cup, win by Kate Whitten, and the two thousand and twenty Grandstand Cup with Chris Parnham on board. I was a noted front runner, donning the famous Neville Parnham silks. I am wrinkly.
0: Very good. Two nil to Not the room good, dog. Boys. <laughs> no, Not look- looking good. Uh, you're a
1: sitting sprinter. You always come well from behind, Roy. Really.
0: <laughs> All right, right <laughs> here we go. Two nil. All right. <laughs> Na- <laughs> name the horse. That dead-heated for first with true attraction in this year's Bunbury Cup. Jay.
1: Riley. Jay. Jeez, Riley, that was about 12 seconds after Jay oh. said his name. Jay. Oh,
0: Patty's shadow. Oh,
1: oh Rooney. 3-0. <laughs> we're throwing the gauntlet out yeah. to him, like put a bit of pressure on him, and mm-hmm. it's it's an absolute response. He gets hit with a stick, and doesn't he just respond? Yeah. Yeah, loves it. This
2: Love is it. my second whitewash in a row. <laughs> 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 Who got you last Ray?
1: time? Who got you last time? Lockie. I think we, need, we might need to drop you back to the country, Greg, so don't <laughs> think to the dirt races, right? <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, Riley, oh, here we go. Right it's 3-0. There's still a chance, mate. You, yeah. There's still a chance. We can get off the canvas. All right. <laughs> Name the Ascot-based trainer who has saddled up five winners from his last six runners.
2: Riley? Riley. Oh. Uh, Stefan Vahala. yeah, hey,
0: There we go. He's on the board. 3-1. Stefan Vahala, oh. uh, Terry's cousin, is um, he's, uh, he's on fire at the moment. He and, certainly uh, he's certainly He's got one of the best uh, three-year-olds in the state as well. Mm-hmm. So, okay, 3-1. Here we go. As of this morning, Clint Johnston Porter is currently equal first with who on the WA Jockeys Premiership?
2: Riley. Riley. Holly
0: Watson. Oh, here we go. 13 wins apiece for Holly and CJP after Belmont yesterday.
1: So three to Jay, two to Morgs. Geez, the puns that took the $1,000 live, that yep. took the star trade price. <laughs> did you see Betfair trolling me during the week? have <laughs> a launch, it comes oh. a time, and they tag me in the star trade traded at $1,000. thing. piss <laughs> off Betfair. Honestly.
0: Three, two. All right. You, 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 did, you did say Terry comes from behind. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Who was the trainer of last year's dominant Carnarvon Cup winner, Maxian? Jay Rooney.
2: Oh,
1: I know this as well. Brian Hamicliff. Ah, ah, Jay, let's ah, put Hamrick down. down. on Riley. Bang! Bang to the gavel. Ah,
0: few nervous ah, moments I there for. Few nervous I moments there for too. Jay. He's about. He's the the. The clock control, the buzzer control is just elite from Rooney. Isn't yeah, it? He's got the experience. Yep. He's uh, he's very good, very, very sometimes cool. Sometimes he calm says his come.
1: name, then has a quick think about the answer.
0: Yeah, he knows yeah, how to play. Yeah. He, knows yeah, he knows the game. That was brave from you, Riley. Congratulations, mm. mate. That's a, that was a brave defeat, um, especially at late notice too. So you've chimed in. You've given it a good crack. But uh, Jay Rooney, once again, you are the mastermind, and you are through to the semi-final of our uh, media mogul tournament. Congratulations!
2: Thanks, guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit like Collingwood. I sort of uh, tend to don't don't uh, blow out the opposition and uh, let them sort of back in. But um, got got there in the end I get the tight tight wins like Collingwood usually do. But um, yeah. Looking forward to uh, to
1: the next year rounds, Hopefully, it's a spectator sport though. That's the thing. You're just keeping the crowd engaged. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, very good, Jay. Before we let you go, um, that one hundred dollar gift voucher, another one hundred dollar gift voucher to the Mundaring. You're going to eat, eat free there for life, Jay Rooney. Um, how did you end up in the uh, in the overall standings on the uh, the AFL Fantasy Dream Team? Did you cut? Did you finish in the top one hundred? No, no. It was about two hundred
2: seventy first or something like that. I think it was so. Um yeah, not much good the last month or five weeks, I reckon it was. But, um, yeah, anyway, we'll uh, see if I can regroup and uh, get that get that elusive hat next year.
0: <laughs> Very good. And uh, thanks again, Riley. Uh, any footy for you this weekend? Yes, playing an
2: elimination final on Sunday uh, down at Cremantle Oval. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, kicking the dew off, BJ.
0: Subiaco versus? Districts. Very good. Oh, good luck to you, Riley, and thanks again to, to both you moguls for uh, for jumping on and playing a part in our tournament. Jay, you progress through to the semifinal, and Riley we will have to get you back on to do some form analysis with us here at the 1-1 in the weeks ahead. Thanks again, gents.
1: Beautiful. Thanks, boys. Thanks, guys. Thanks,
0: guys. And we are back, listeners, with Race 5 uh, on Farnley Stakes Day. It's the Glenroy handicap, over 16, another graduation, over 1,600 metres, uh, 54 kg, minimum 60 plus from the ratings here. So um, I think both of us um, enjoyed the victory of Benji's last start. Mm-hmm. Uh, Noble Bourne jumped straight to the front. It's a
1: rare occasion Betfair paid off <laughs> for me recently when uh, <laughs> one was uh, Ginger Baker was absolutely monstered and we've, uh, yeah, baked the drifter.
0: And Noble Bourne was uh, dominant in front on a... In a on um, its last start victory. So they're, they're the two coming in with the two last start wins on the board and they uh, it's only another eight-horse field. Um, they shaped the market. Last start uh, winner. Another last start winner, of course, is Marlies and um, uh, Scott, um, Pete McCormick, our friend of the show and bookmaker, Pete and Scott. Won, uh, Pete won the uh, get-out stakes thanks to Marley's last star, Candlelight Supper has gone bang, bang, coming through the grades and then um, slides into this graduation, a kilo off the limit. So, um, Noble Born, uh, likely leader again, Terry.
1: Uh, how do you No, You don't think so? No, that's the key to this race, BJ, is the, is the speed map. And um, I'm a big Deal Red fan from its days in um, Albany. I'm not tipping it here, I don't think it can win. In saying that, it's above my price actually, Deal Red. Um, Deal Red's a really tough, Tough sort of animal from the top. So $41 best. I think I was 26, so I'm not going to be backing it. But um, uh, look, Deal Red for me has always been a far better horse when able to find the rail and show a bit of toughness out in front. Rarely gets to carry the weight it's carrying because it obviously races um, in Esperance and Albany predominantly. But um, but, look, the, the way they wrote it first up and for it to be beaten, one length, no change. I think that's a really good run. So, to hand up, I think you're, you're getting rid of Dill Red's uh, best attribute by following one. So, the key – I'm hoping that's how it works out because I'm going to go with Benji's, um, and that's because I think Nobel Bourne will be breezing outside Dill Red, and that's a far harder spot to win from. I have issues with both of them. I don't want to back anything else, but I have issues with both of them to some degree. Noble Bourne, the margin of victory is – probably was um, – probably embellished the performance a tiny bit. All the horses that settled around it uh, in second, third, fourth, fifth, uh, they all ended up just sort in, of floating. blocky, Yeah, and they ended up sort of absolutely nowhere near them. I'm just trying to get this up. So Pam Bella uh, settled fifth and it's been beaten seventh. Um My fury settled fourth, beaten eight. Sessions peak, and these were all in the market to some degree. Settled second, beaten ten. And Dymasly Fox was beaten eleven lengths. Who settled in third. So all the horses around it stopped dead, and it was just a couple of battling sort of backmarkers who ran on and uh, ran on into the into a hole there. Um, So that's yeah, I, I I respect. Noble born, it could definitely win the race, but $2.50 as well under mm. my price. I think that's a bit of a bit of a reaction. Uh, Benji's um, makes the most sense. I think there's a lot of upside with Benji's. I've been saying that all prep. Uh, there was big money first up, went remember, huge behind Savage 1.
0: Remember that day it was scratched? That remember was the day one.
1: it was scratched, and it, next week it came out, it was huge. That's it would have won that day it was yeah, scratched too, was the way does. the race was run. That was the day the Velvet Queen run, yeah. um, when Harder Kerr was deep the trip. Yeah, that would have won for sure that day. Uh Anyway, multinational form looks good. Uh, the win last time was huge. You ran the quickest last two, um, which is a really important statistic, I think, when you've taken off made a mid-race move. And Ginger Baker was in clear air by that stage of proceedings and was entitled to probably run a quicker last split. So I just think Benji's probably the best horse here. My concern is the mile. I'm not sure if Benji's is a, a true miler. Um, his win over the mile two starts ago was in a class one. If he repeats that performance, and he's only got a kilo less here. Uh, he probably doesn't win this, I don't think. I thought he didn't settle in the run. So the key for him is also the speed map. Deal Red going quickish um, and Nobleborn, and there being a little bit of speed in a small field, which is never It'll a certainty. Help, yeah, help him relax a bit. Either that or yeah. just Steve has to just come out in neutral a bit. Yeah. I know he led last start. Um, but just come out in neutral and had just be happy to be an extra pair back, even if you're um, in fifth or sixth. And
0: I don't I don't think leading was plan A last nah. day. I think that's just the way that he did. Tell went, you what, though, yeah. if, he, if he
1: drew wide in a race with no speed, um, I'd be looking at that option going forward again, yeah. though, because he's a big striding type as well. He so. loved it too. Yeah. yeah. So I've got him on top, but I am a little bit concerned about whether he settles and, and if the miles he's, he's go. I think the fourteen hundred at this stage of proceedings, from what we've seen, is his uh, he's better journey. It's saying that, he's run really nice races um, in harder races in the mile last prep three odd features. So that's the way I'm going. Candlelight supper can keep improving, but that last win was a gift. Like I was on She's Our Witness that day, and She's Our Witness is a very poor animal, and She's Our Witness should have won that race. It was just a it was Paddy Carberry that won that race with the uh, patient ride and found the gap at the right time. Um, yeah look if it progresses and, and wins on a Saturday so be it it just won't be with me on it so that's me Paris and George can turn up and win this is probably a more suitable setup. Yep. lands in about fifth one off I was um, just about to say that yep. yeah it's capable of winning but again well, it's ten bucks like I'm about ten dollars for it so it's not what
0: it's price not did there. you
1: have, I'm just trying to it's, there's no real bets for me just in the current shake market. Out,
0: so you wouldn't have had candlelight supper the price it is now though, would
1: you? No, I, I was just happy taking it on, just yeah. purely on that. I was probably a bit sooky about the She's Our Witness being held up the entire straight as mm-hmm. well, so it's my way of taking it out <laughs> on this market. So no, it was about 10 bucks, but that's yeah. that's probably too long. Yeah, okay. That's probably too long, so.
0: Yeah, Benji's for me as well, especially if – I even liked him before, but then you reminding me of Deal Red's Gatespeed and it's – and the likely intent to lead mm-hmm. that, oh, i hope so yeah i hope so that uh
1: warms the heart even more mm-hmm. as far as being significantly better horse when when doing a little bit tough especially with the 52
0: yeah
1: i think you'd be yeah i don't think it's yeah, a good but option to just, tag noble just, ball and you're just, not going to out noble it ball just so.
0: exposes the hardest to beat though doesn't it
1: so, yeah ex- exactly yeah. right exactly right so and if benji's then doesn't set it well or doesn't get the mile and does have to breeze and Straight away, it becomes Paris and George, Candlelight Supper. Um, probably take on Marlees from that gate with the win and the weight. Uh, but, yeah, thin old race. Benji's, just don't overthink it. Yeah, Benji's. Ben-
0: Benji's, for me, if the bestest Paris and George um, turns up, then he's a, he's a threat as well. Mm. He was my, he was Even own. that
1: race he lost yeah. against Marley's. That was pretty piss-weak in the end. Yeah. Like, he had it shot to bits. He got <laughs> he the did. right card into it. Like, he will win one of these, and he – this is one that he definitely could win, but he won't be with me on it again, I don't think. Yeah. Okay. Benji's for me. Benji's for me. So we're alive for the – oh. so we could be alive for the card if Tip Tiffany Street car. and Costas Crown Dead Heat. Tip the car. Tip the It's that tough a day, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, here we go again. Buster's Bash. <laughs> it's just – it's that tough a day. Race 6 Deary is mate. the
0: Schweppes Handicap of the 1,600 metres. 72 plus, 54 kg limit weight there, and uh, Buster ba- – Buster bash
1: um, doing the buster bash saluted for the pontiff last start looking for full brother to monster mash <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: very good uh saluted for the pontiff last start fending off West River Miracle on that occasion Buster bash uh, breezed um, and he's a better horse railing in front rolling along he breezed at a steadier tempo and still managed to dig deep and
1: um, and the quickest and, last 300 yeah yeah, That's pretty telling, isn't it? The strength there. Mm. Um,
0: so from six, uh, the mile, he can work forward and and find the rail in front on this occasion where he's a superior horse and it's just going to, if he turns <coughs> up, how are they going to beat him?
1: This so. is it just so bad. It's five of these are cooked. So war's well, not cooked, but from the gate, you can't even consider it. Now, nah, Blind will park on him as well. Back last start. Gets a kilo and a half or two kilos on. We're good. Buster bash, but- um, yeah, the fact Buster Bash fought back and ran a quicker last two when it didn't even get the fence, yep. that's pretty telling. So it's going to need a, It's going to be a cold rail, uh, which is not an imp- impossibility here at the three-meter pad. And even then, I think uh, I think Blinder ends up on the back of Buster Bash anyway. And West River Miracle is going to be in the breeze. So West River Miracle, the one thing I'll say about it is it didn't settle early, and that might have cost it the race. Last yeah. time against Buster Bash, it just fought Lucy a little bit. But geez, it's, it's difficult from the breeze, especially with a horse like Buster. It's only going to be a soft five, but... Just any type of give out of the ground for Buster Bash, and it's uh, super hard to beat. So I'm even money Buster Bash, and if the rail looks good and happy and okay. I'm happy getting involved at two twenty, two thirty on the day, but I'll wait and see.
0: Last start uh, there was some on paper speed. Anyway, that's funny as in Buster Bash, but they ended up crawling really for the first eight hundred. So Buster that's Bash had a better horse yeah, than going. That was going to yeah. be my point. Is that Buster? That's not really even his his style. He's a
1: you'd hope Harvey doesn't read him up here. Yeah, he's so a roller. The
0: only way I could see Buster Bash getting beaten here is if. Uh, Pont, tactics on grabs hold and tries to outsmart himself a little bit um not not uh letting buster bash roll along because he's he's a weapon when he's allowed especially when he's really fit when he's really fit he's rock hard into his prep when you let him roll along at a mile then yeah, he can run he can really run his rivals into the ground so um buster bash yeah uh, hard to look past him
1: buster bash for me too geez there's a lot of similarities and i I know we spoke about it earlier, so I know we're uh, lining up here as well. Witten's Irrigation and Design, they're the
0: irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner-operator Craig Witten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state, especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialize in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's
1: racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. All right, seven, it's the happy 80th birthday. Ted Robinson, he's the owner of uh, Billy Aint Silly and Tricks of the Trade, and is that the one? That is correct. That is the one, happy 80th birthday, Ted. Uh has so he got any runners in? No, I don't think he does.
0: I went through that that race. I thought he might have a run in the race, but um let's have a look. No. Um one, yeah, they, they what about it. what about one one one? Is that <laughs> his? <laughs> That's his, yeah. Is that his? Yeah, one, one Nothing. How much money?
1: Though. Yeah, I was going to say. One how much one, money did you lose? one use? one
0: zero. But yeah. um, I think he's had a couple of winners lately. Stars, stars are plenty. That might
1: have been one of them. How yeah, about know. the tip going around for one, one, one last week? That yeah. was coming from everywhere. And uh, yeah, 14s into fours, kept betting back. And you know what? Troy Turner gave it a 3,000 out of 10. <laughs> Every That's mortal. the worst part, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it was his first start. It may have gone shitty yeah. or something. It may have gone amiss. But um, dearie me.
0: Yeah, since since he's uh, the uh, Ted's and – um. His uh, his family have teamed up with the Colin Webster Yard. They haven't. They wouldn't have had as much fun in their life. I don't think they've had so many so much success. So yeah, they winners. have. Ukbar. Ukbar, Ukbar Ted. Yeah, Ukbar. Um. So yeah, and they've um, yeah yeah. Happy birthday, happy 80th to mm. Ted. But uh, they'll be very much looking forward to the pinnacles because you would imagine that Tricks to the Trade has to be a um a railway contender at least. So
1: nah, yeah, I reckon. No, nah. Tricks the Trade's nowhere near railway
0: quality. Okay. He'll
1: be aiming towards, it. yeah, he'll yeah. start a railway. Sorry, Ted. It's Hadley's birthday. Yeah, there, yeah. yeah. Ted's, Ted's <laughs> tuned into to the 113
0: for, 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 uh, to, uh, oh, to yeah, no, I'll tell you it. what,
1: though, Tricks of the Trades also <laughs> so Continue to define me last campaign, though. So, um, yeah, I,
0: he'll be heading towards a railway. To be no?
1: Yeah, heading towards a railway. He exactly. could win a
0: race like the uh, RJ Peter or something like that. Yeah, nice seven,
1: a, nice 60 plus or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you I'm just I'm just bigger now. I don't mean that. Don't Happy know. birthday, Ted. Happy birthday, Ted. Uh, what a legend. Um all right. So here's to you, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Robinson. <laughs> it's Mrs. Robinson, isn't it? Uh,
0: very good. Uh, hey, hey, hey. What do we got here? It's a thousand meter 72 plus, oh. um, 55 uh, minimum. Oh. And we've got State of Power, Racing Well for Simon A, got the got the Chalkies there for Holly Watson last uh, all day session. Isn't quite uh, at the top of his game at the moment. There's a couple of horses out of form. Tiana Robertson's doing a good job with double jeopardy. but I think, I think a double
1: that, jeopardy will miss um, Brandon. They've got a long super.
0: They have done. But I think the horse that we're both sort of leaning towards at this early stage of proceedings is Cloth number seven from the Ganjimi Brothers stable go forward.
1: Yeah, leaning towards an understatement here, BJ. Um, well, I'll, I'll quickly do a runner-by-runner runner after we do the speed map, but... Mm-hmm expect Double Jeopardy be... It's, it's turn of form has been with some really aggressive riding, so they'll, they'll look to rail, and I think they probably will rail with Double Jeopardy. Um Kiora Star, they'll probably sit, but back to the thousand, Sometimes it really pings the lid, so I, I, if they ended up in front, I'd just say keep going. Mm. Um, I don't think they will, though, so there's a bit of potential speed there. Timescale can go quickly, uh, usually over further, so it probably settles in behind them, but look, most likely it's Double Jeopardy lead, State of Power Breeze, but all it takes is one of the other ones to kick up, and State of Power's three deep, so... Um, but yeah go go forward to me as a Complete and utter standout. And price wise, I, I've priced a lot of horses between a dollar seventy and two dollars thirty on this program. It's the only one we can back mm-hmm. with a bit of you know, you're getting something back. From, I, I I can't believe, of, I can't believe the price. Juice, uh, I cannot believe it's three dollars eighty at the time of recording. I think it was as much as four fifty. Like I'm I'm really happy getting on at three eighty. Like I've got no issue whatsoever. Um, like first two runs on heavy tracks, and we know this horse can't handle the bog whatsoever, and went poorly, and we're not too uh, perturbed about that. But it dropped two points as well, which is really nice considering it's just the heavy tracks it wasn't handling. Last up a race dominated on speed by State of Power Cashaway Pixie Chicks ran third um, it's come from last uh, side through and it was the quickest last 4-2 6-4-2 of the race it was just the day. Yeah, it was just super it was just super impressive it was made Ghost two walks, Who Walks who was a nice run last week on the cold part of the deck um, Look slow and look as soon as Go Forward found a, a slightly drier track and that was still a soft six it wasn't like it was a good four it should be drier this week um, there's just so much in it's favour it gets two kilos on State of Power maps to land probably three pairs back, one off. They don't need to try and be too Which close. Which he's
0: won, won from there a couple of times actually yep. at, at, at Belmont. So
1: exactly um, right. Yeah. It's later in the day so Brad will be aware of lanes and what's happening but that the, the rail shouldn't be hot and the fact he's drawn four, he should be able to stay off it and uh, get clear air and is let down. Well, he certainly is. Yeah. Um, but he just stand out. There's there's no other horse that makes sense to me here. All day sessions, back to the thousand metres and I just don't think he's going that well. Um, he's obviously a really nice horse but I just don't think he's going that well. Uh, don't fuss, this. Absolutely flying and really likes Taj Dyson. I, mm. I think at this stage of his career, he's always been about a thousand meter horse. I think at this stage, the way he's racing, I don't mind him over the 1200 type thing, but uh, I can't see how he wins. I've got him really close to go forward in my map, and if they're sprinting together, there's only 100. one result. Yeah. Kiora Star, it's a, it's a random old setup for Kiora Star, but uh, he's, he's going well enough to win, and the drop back to a thousand makes sense to some to grow. But it's his third week back up back to a thousand, like you're asking a bit. Double Jeopardy's nearly a Third favourite here at six, seven bucks. Losing the claim of Brandon. Um, like, to me, it's just not at this level. Mm-hmm. So, it's one I'm taking on. State of Power is my only other runner under $10 in my market. Uh, going super. Finds the breeze. We'll give a kick. And I think it'll probably run second. Mm-hmm. Uh, Timescale goes fresh. It's my third favourite in the market. I uh, didn't think the trial was too bad. Shades weren't on. Uh, always runs big races first up. It, it's the big fly in the ointment horse that could have a yeah, handy, real- Handy horse. Yeah. Time scale. Could have a real X factor sort of run in it first up. But- Willing to risk uh, and then denim pack. The fact denim packs 20 to one, sort of, I'm sort of 150 to one denim pack. I'm I'm not saying it's impossible, but I am saying it's impossible, actually. I know. Yeah, I am. So just, I'm just surprised that so many of these are tight in the market. Like we're talking all day sessions, seven Uh, bucks, double jeopardy, seven bucks. Um, state of power's favorite at the time recording, go forwards back out to 390. Kia ora is under $10. Like respect for Roy. Yeah, respect for Roy, exactly right. <laughs> respect for Roy, so. Um, yeah, dearie, man. It's go forward for me. Yeah, well,
0: Tommy Johnston was, was very keen on go forward the other day, and he spoke exactly about, we spoke Exactly what we said. It it'll probably be
1: the run of the race, and yeah. it'll just be the map that beats it. And yep. it was, yeah, it was the run of the race. It was just the map that beat it.
0: Yeah, and he's, as you mentioned, his, his closing speed was superior, vastly superior to- um, any other runner in that race. So it was State of Power first, Cashaway second, who's come out and won again. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's who's won since rather, Pixie Chicks ran third. And it was just the yeah, it was just the run of a horse who's ready. He, he can sometimes be a bit patchy. Go forward. So there's a slight I'm not as short as you. That's because there's a slight lack of trust. I don't know whether he's unsound or what the story is, but sometimes he he gets a good setup and you think this is his day and he doesn't always perform. But all things being equal, Gang Jimmy brothers rocking, bringing him to the races, ready to ready to go, and he's he's the one for me. Yep, especially that at that current price.
1: So. Yeah, I'm low twos. Yep, I'm low twos. So I I I, I don't have a world where he doesn't start favourite.
0: <laughs> all right, um, and once again, happy birthday to uh, our man Ted Robinson. 80, See ya. eighty years of age. What a uh, what a good innings. So uh, we are here with the feature. It's the. Uh, Furphy finally stakes race eight of the day over the fourteen hundred metres. The Bunbury Cup dead heater, true attraction, uh, makes his return to racing for the Hayden Valentine
1: yard. Yes, certainly does. Um,
0: I'm just a bit. Just bear with me for one moment. Right, I got a bit confused there. On the side I'm looking at, it was still racing in the the cerise and white colours, but that is. Uh, I think he was sold. He was sold uh, at the. Uh, the Peters Online auction, and uh, we'll be racing in the Ballantine Ranch. How much was he sold for? I'm not sure. It's all done. It's that sort of silent auction type setup that Liam Peters was describing when he was on the 1-1, so True Attraction was part of that. Anyway, he's uh, he makes his debut for the Ballantyne Yard, a couple of trials under his belt. Gets top weight of fifty nine, uh, with his hundred rater. Then we've got Resort Man, who was very the, the handicappers must have listened to us because um Yeah, and Resort, got full price. The saw that. Yeah, very kind to Resort Man for knocking off Nero Dio at uh, Wait for Age. How's yeah. this
1: for the handicapper? So Western Temple was beaten three point seven and uh Star Align, Stable Mace, was beaten three point six mm-hmm. in the Idyllic Prince. So because Star Align's run third, it's got two points. It has to carry well it, it doesn't have to, it gets it onto the minimum here. But it gets two points, and Western Temple running fourth, being beaten under point one of a length, or being beaten point one of a length, dropped a point. Wow. <laughs> isn't that just stupid? Mm. Oh, that's just that's just that's not doing your job correctly. Is it and watching the runs, Western Temple was forced to go to the breeze, which probably isn't its best position. So if you're looking and Star Alarm's in the one one, so which run had more merit, it was easily Western Temple's run, was the better of the two. So, for me, that was just
0: – So, what they were saying was that the Western – the Starline was a kilo and a half better run than yep. Western Temple.
1: Yeah, when Western Temple was the better run of the two. Interesting. Um, just, what, they've just – because it ran third, they haven't even looked, obviously. They've just handed the points out without even thinking about it. Yeah. Another good gate for Western Temple? Western Temple, I think it's something like five, it's last ten, it's drawn on the outside, and eight of it's last eleven. Um, it's – or something, I haven't got it in front of me. Eight of it's last eleven, twelve, it's drawn in the – the widest four or something. It's just horrific. All right.
0: Matt, what are we doing here with the with the have We got Greater Gain leading Fanta?
1: No, I think they'll they'll be aware of the importance of the rail with Fanta and I think Brad Parnham will be given clear instructions to Show Great Again who's boss. Early doors. That's my feeling. Getting into the I like getting into the mind of the stable, I reckon that they say to Brad, I no, get across great again. And looking at Great Again, it's probably a stretch at fourteen hundred. So they might be saying, Look, just if it takes you, I just let it have your pop to the breeze or just sit on its back, even, you know. Yep. So fan to get into the breeze. Um I don't know what happens with Starline and Western Temple. That's bloody sticky, especially with the Air Darty and Vain Tempest underneath them, both horses who want a similar spot in running. So um, they're the best two-weighted horses, well, best – Three probably yeah, Darty Starline and Western Temple. Yeah, back to the handicap conditions from Wait for Age, but um, it looks really sticky for the two Peter Fernie train runners, which is a real shame because I think, in particular, actually Western Temple <laughs> is, is just so ready to win a race like this, and I reckon we would have got ten dollars each way even if it drew a gate. So I think
0: Western Temple just feels like it's going to be leading up the three wide line again.
1: Yeah, I've got yeah. leading up the three wide line, which I think works out a treat for Resort Man, because I think Resort Man probably gets cover in that three wide yeah, line. And um, um, line. It might even be Starline mm. that leads up the three wide line. We'll see how it all eventuates. um but yeah, I think the way the track plays is is integral. I'm I am i gonna go with Fanta on top. Um I just think finding the rail, the fourteen hundred down to the fifty-four, if the rail's good, um it's Fanta on top. If the rail's not good, it's resort man on top. But seeing as we're trying to tip the car, we have to lob one out now, don't we? So I'm I haven't, I haven't car. had a I haven't had a bet and I I very well May not have a bet here. Um, but they're the two I've 100% narrative down to. It's a Fanta from the top, Resort Man in the three wide line, and it'll be um, – yeah, if I do have a bet, it'll be market pattern related. So I'll give you Fanta, though, for the tip of the card. I'll go
0: Resort Man. Yeah, okay. He's flying that horse. Mm. Um, yeah, to, to do what he did at at, uh, at Wait for Age, um, Michael Lane's got him in the in the sweet spot. He's just um, engaged and really starting Who's to – Who's he marrying? Really starting to – fulfill like he always did like that one? He always yeah I got it mm. he always looked like he always looked like a star in the making. I don't think he's necessarily <laughs> going to be the the star that he we may have thought he was early, but to be able to knock off two listed race or two feature race wins this prep with the um hoof on the till for a third is um quite significant. So he's uh he's one for me, but I also will be specking Yeah as well. Uh has raced well in the family stakes over in previous years. He was just held up at a crucial stage, was my Maddie actually, in the idyllic Prince, got a lovely run in transit that just couldn't quite get off the back of the leaders and, and make an impact and squeeze through late under Sean O'Donnell to run fifth. going uh, going to get the run of the race um, from gate five, just tucked in behind them, um, 59 back to 54. Second up, I can see, yeah, Darty uh, hopefully get out to madness prices, but if not, I'll be, um, either way, I'll be having something smaller on him
1: as well. Yeah, it looks a good setup for, uh, for yeah, that is for sure. There has been phantom money, so it's into 330. Mm-hmm. I marked phantom result went by 350, so mm-hmm. that's sort of where I was at. So yep. I'm literally tossing a coin um, between the pair of them. But, I mean, there's not, I mean, great again, 10 bucks coming off a setback. I, I'm sort of 50 to 1, great again. It, it can't win. Star Align.
0: Did they, did they, Star Align was so,
1: so last start, yeah. and now it's drawn awkwardly. I know it's handicap conditions, but $7.50 is under my price. Vain Tempest, uh, losing Clint, uh, that, that worries me up in great. $13 so yeah there, there isn't much depth here I'm expecting as per usual mm-hmm. Fanta to be absolutely mapped which may end up meaning Resort Man's the bet just Fanta's mapped continuously and the fact it gets in with the 54 and, and as I said I think it'll probably fall on the rail um, yeah I think it'll be mapped so if you're back in Resort Man maybe you can probably be like last start fours to 8.50
0: Old resort man, bet um, One of
1: our many Betfair winners.
0: Linger <laughs> linger there on the uh, betfair.com.au, the exchange there, mm. and see what happens late. Uh, and uh, as mentioned earlier in the show, the Farnley be interesting Interesting to see how many of these
1: uh, Farnley Stakes
0: competitors um, then the Hannans. head to the Hannans, Goldfields. Oh, not,
1: not many will want to take on Dig Deep after what he's been showing. <laughs> I <had> never thought. <laughs> the chance.
0: And um, and True Attraction
1: is a watch because he's, he's – He's, Absolutely none.
0: He's, I know, but he's an important part of the weights puzzle when it comes to the, the boulder and Calgary oh, Cup yeah. because he's a 100 Last, Are there any other 100 raiders? There's none going around. So tell him we're coming, carried 60. We'll Star Trade
1: now, 94 or something? Star Trade's uh, 87 at the moment. What was that race? Was that an 84-plus, was it? 84-plus, yeah. Oh, okay.
0: So, so from a Cups point of view and a, and a handicapping point of view, true attraction is important because if he goes towards the – Cool, out of, uh, the bolder car stays as a 90 plus, stays a 90 plus, or yeah. so, uh, you know, close to that. Mm-hmm. And your horses like we were coming, Stafford's, a couple of the other ones that were off the limit there, they they get significant weight relief. So, yeah, otherwise, it, it works
1: well for, for okay. a lot of those at the low 90s, doesn't it?
0: Well, yeah, exactly.
1: So and the, the horses in the mid 80s are probably the ones that are probably a bit. Not disadvantaged, but it doesn't uh, doesn't sit as well for them because they don't get the little swing. Like this is a 90 plus. If it was an 85 plus Fanta carries the same weight. Yep. This resort man carries an extra two and a half kilos. Mm. So
0: that's, yeah. So anyway, he I imagine that's, it would be a prep run for him on first run for Hayden on mm-hmm. Saturday. But uh, I, uh, future thinking towards the Calgulie round, which you'll be mm-hmm. attending, mm. um, we, yeah, a lot of, a tra- lot of, people will be eyeing off what they do with a horse like true attraction because he can shape the weights and that can um, mean a lot to your winning chances on the day.
1: Interesting to see if the handicapper does too because I I personally think he might be uncompetitive for a couple whether they drop a couple of points because they drop points, that could, you know what I mean, that won't allow him to stretch the market if they get him down to a 96 rate or something. So they might be cruel to him, to be kind to the rest of them.
0: Yeah, we'll see. Watch this space. Mm. Anyway. Um, All right.
1: You know what it's time for? What is it? Do You know what they call in the last this week? Unbelievable. Isn't it's that outrageous. incredible? Outrageous. Has it ever been the last? Never. But surely like people would have already been down there.
0: Why? Do you, yeah, exactly.
1: Surely it's the first, isn't
0: it? It has to be. It has to always be the first race. I think.
1: Anyway, it's the F R E. It's time for the get out stakes, BJ. S-T-E-A. Yes, who uh, they barely brought to us by <laughs>
0: incredible stuff there from the powers that be making the yeah. uh, making our favourite race the uh, the lucky last to um Joe had to real real,
1: real sense of theatre and we have got no odds <laughs> up for this one yet either really I don't know what's going <laughs> uh, on here I think I think Green Taver forgotten there was nine races
0: what is going on there is the Get Out Stakes and it's um, extremely popular yeah, Twitter based competition fun. brought to you by Market City Meats the largest retail butcher shop in Perth located at the Canningville Markets on Bannister Road Timmy Hewitt. What a champion! He runs the show, Swing Past, and say hello to Timmy. Let him know that you listen to the one one, and uh, he'll look after you for sure and certain. So, congratulations to last week's episode one hundred and thirty nine winner, James Boyle. Now, James has is now a dual Get Out stakes winner, and he almost got the mood swings. Are we speaking about mood swings?
1: No, nah, we're fucking, Too soon? We're never speaking about fucking mood
0: swings. Um. The the horse um, that we're not allowed to speak about won by zero point seven four. Absolutely named
1: absolutely <laughs> named horse.
0: And James uh so James almost absolutely nailed the margin as well. So congratulations there, mate. Two get out stakes victories, moving your way up the honor board there and um, hope you've been out to see Timmy during the week and, and filled up there out at the largest retail butcher shop in Perth. Now to enter this week's get out stakes race, we're back at race nine. Um The free entry, unbelievable stuff, the free entry. Uh, Let us know who you think will win the last race nine at the 1-1 pod, the horse name and a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred, and you always have to factor in the all-important Sam
1: White rule, Terry. First in, best dressed.
0: Best past the post. Uh, Okay, free entry to Belmont Park.
1: Um, Brad's just gone up the Carnarvon Cup as well. He's got 11 runners under 12 bucks. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Just a real confident market there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what are you? Uh, what are we doing here? We got the free entry to Belmont. It's this. This are we doing the Carnarvon Cup or, this, or are we doing this the, race uh, name is really uh, really throw me. It's um,
1: yeah. I, late, I think it's a deliberate day, yeah.
0: ploy uh, to uh, knock us off our game here, but. Um, Imagine if you got there late and you saw the last race was free entry. It'd be like Christmas, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. Um, all right. So what have we got happening here? Now, interesting. We were very keen on Weapon Sun last week, Terry. Mm. Scratched. It was going to be on the seven-day backup from a low draw. You'd like won. to know the real
1: reason, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would like to know. It's not future nomination because it was a soft six that had Barrier 1. They're not saving it unless it was an owner thing and the owners wanted to watch it. Who are the owners? Um, yeah. yeah. Just a. I'm not sure. There has to be. There has to have been a reason because that Cause it was, was, perfect, it was it was the perfect setup last week, and the way the track was playing as well, and and the, the, the way the race
0: shaped out as well was.
1: Yep, know. exactly right. So, um, yeah, no, we're not going to go in with the same enthusiasm for for Weapon Sun this week, BJ.
0: Interesting. The favorite, the current favorite, of course, is from the uh, Cerise, Cerise and White operation, the Michael Grantham arm <laughs> of the operation, uh, Advance. So, it, I, I was positive. I read somewhere on the um, on on the Webinets uh, post-advance's first um, first up placing that he, he stumbled uh, mm-hmm. two hundred at the 150-metre mark, and they were concerned that it might have uh, ended its campaign, but Michael Grantham and the horses obviously pulled through that, recovered well enough to continue its preparation here, second up for Michael Grantham. Um, and if you watch the replay, it, it did look like it was going to win until it sort of put in a couple of dodgy strides and then it sort of levelled out a bit. Yeah. Um, you would imagine that if
1: uh part of the track as well. Yeah,
0: if you imagine if advanced, uh, Chris Parnamon uh, is going to get the right run from five tucks in behind the leading division. That you can, you can see why he's uh, he's the current three dollar ten favorite.
1: Yeah, two ninety with a couple of the others. So we're doing this without the benefit of the full market. That was, I think. Uh, that was Brad. Pitt. Yeah, we'll just use Brad Bet actually for this one. Hey, that's probably our, our best option. Um, what, what, what's your take on what do you, what do you feel about Advanced, BJ?
0: Yeah, I, I like Advanced. Um, the, I think I think he's just going to continue as, good as the market continues continue to improve. Perhaps not, but um, I don't really. A lot of these horses are, are um, sort of on their on their mark. They look like there's going to there's a lot of speed in this race. Um, we spoke off air about the great one could really cross and lead if they wanted to, and enjoy quite a reasonable the horse time that should, of things. Horses
1: should try to lead as Brooklyn Pier. Yeah. That's yep. the horse that should try to lead this is Brooklyn Pier. I'd love to see. I remember back in the day, Brooklyn Pier, I think over the 1,000 metres, was a good horse out in front. Am I? Geez, that's a while ago. Um, but I just reckon, from the gate, there's nothing, right. there's nothing to gain from trying to find a spot with Brooklyn Pier. So learn a bit about it and go to the top. Yeah,
0: so Brooklyn Pier is drawn 12. So I thought we- that might be really positive with Weapon Sun as well. Um,
1: weapon Sun a possibility, but yeah. I th- they also will probably look at last start. Again, you've got to get into the head of the camp, and they'll look at last start and say, well – um, We worked to get to the breeze and that was probably what saw us wanting. All of our races with a sit. we've been far better. So I don't know if that'll be the mindset with Weapon Sun, especially up to the 1400s. You know what I mean? I feel like if, if that is the plan with Weapons Sun, I'm very happy not being on mm-hmm. Weaponsun. Sun, but it may well be the plan. I'm just getting into the mind of the camp and you get to the breeze and you work to get to the breeze because it's not that quick a beginner. I think you're just going to try the same thing again and get the same result. But, um, I won't be on this week, so I do hope they probably do go forward. But I think that sometimes with these races, it's best to just say mess. Mm. It's going to be a, um, a Marty messy map. And it's sometimes good to back a horse or follow a horse that, isn't reliant on a map, you know it's just going to drop out to midfield or worse. It's just going to, and sometimes these slower run, messy races it can be beneficial just to have a horse who's patiently ridden yeah, and handled and isn't half ball. getting involved in a speed battle. And like on paper, you go, well, Ginger Baker's going to get the run just mm-hmm. behind him. It's like, do you want to be just behind him if it's random leaders stopping back on him and it's a, a bunched field and then you, you say, well, position of power from barrier one, that looks like a nice draw. But late in the day at the three metre pad, is barrier one going to be any good? Like I'm a little bit concerned about that. So um, good barriers continue turn into bad barriers in sticky speed maps, very quickly, you know what I mean? So, is it advanced for you on top?
0: Uh, Advanced for me on top. That's a boring way to
1: end end tipping the card.
0: Well, I'll throw something wild at you. I've got one, hang on. on, This better not be the same one. Three,
1: two, one. Holy ghost, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) neither (laughs) of us deserve it. I'm 500 to one, crazy.
0: I just thought crazy was so big the other day. just and down with no weight on its back. All right. He only gets one Sorry. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, he he was three wide no coverage.
1: <laughs> oh, you are Going to say holy ghost. Then. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. oh, I'm not a big holy ghost. <laughs> fan, <but> <laughs> <laughs> I can see
1: it. It's and you know why? The, because you shouldn't be a big holy ghost. What's it, fan. Like two, two from something? two from six hundred
0: and seven. Yeah, I remember. I, I'm positive. I backed holy ghost one day to beat Captain Chaos. Mid-week. Yeah, midweek.
1: week. And uh, <laughs> I thought I was stiff. <laughs> yeah, you were yeah. stiff. It was. It was a bit unlucky that day. <laughs> yeah. But.
0: I, don't know, I don't Captain think chaos not that for I don't me. think me and Holy Ghost have got on all that well Since, however um this yeah yeah he's as, yeah what price are we talking to Holy Ghost at the moment oh there's Brad, not much so. up 15 bucks I think
1: oh yeah $16, okay. yep. seven eight I'm I am actually and it's not my go usually but I am talking place heavy so it's 3 dollars80 there with Brad at the moment yep. um yeah Yes, the, the main reason is I think it's returned to racing really nicely. Uh, last week it was funny. It was I know the inside pad was meant to be the spot to be, and it was the spot to be, but that still was later in the day when it's had a lot of the racing. I've just got to mind a bit of forgiveness. The, the big thing for me with Holy Ghost is that it's had – um, 34 goes for two wins, five seconds. Uh, with Lactar and in the satellites, had two goes for one win, one second. Yeah. Uh, one was of those about wins. i
0: say it feels like a Lactar horse. One of those
1: know. wins was a 60 plus, um, where there was no defined leader. It turned into a bit of a messy race and it accelerated brilliantly through the gap. So I like the fact that it showed acceleration of a slow tempo. And the other one was second to Comes a Time last campaign, when Comes a Time was absolutely flying. And obviously, Comes a Time is now competing in far higher grades. So Who do you
0: think is a better horse? Holy Ghost or, or Brooklyn Pier? They've, they've, they've raced against each other quite a lot, haven't they?
1: They have done. Yeah. I'd say. Well, I'd say that um, I don't. I don't know how the decisions been made that mm. Steve goes on one and Lactar goes in the other. But you, you'd think you'd look at the record and say, well, this horse clearly. Some horses respond to certain jockeys, and yeah. and Lactar and Holy Ghost. So, though it's it, it's too much of a coincidence that the two times run first and second in in and it hasn't gone around short on either occasion. Like it hasn't been a bit like
0: same. down, a bit like downforce goes best for Lacta. Yeah,
1: they? exactly right. So um, just in a race where it looks very messy, things are going to be ugly, and I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I'm happy just. To have a little bit on one each way here, just I, I do. I've got advanced favourite. I'm a three dollar eighty favourite. Um, I think that's the price that went up this morning. It's now two ninety, mm. so it's below my below my mark. If I'm giving you my market elect. It's it's advanced, but um, yeah, I'm sort of about six fifty. Holy ghost! So if I can get three dollars fifty plus, have a good place heavy bet, sort of one unit to win, three units to place, um, that'll do me. And I will be having something on if. Just looking around, I can see $10 position to power, mm. $9, Brad, position to power. I'm about 6 bucks position of power. So say position to power, but uh, Holy Ghost for a rare bet on the card at value. Yeah. Um, so Holy Ghost to tip the card. Imagine that. Wow. Yeah. That would be something. They'll talk about that for years. Yeah. Grand, grandkids will be told. <laughs> great, great grandkids will be told.
0: Yeah, so yeah, Advance was my on on top. of it's probably getting in a bit too thin for my. So, are you gonna life. make that?
1: Are you gonna make Advance your card horse? That's card. a piss weight way to go out. Tip don't let card. me not. Don't let me.
0: Well, it feels like you can't. Uh, I
1: am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I was. I'll, I'll zag. I'll zag. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> he's listening to me. No, nah, I'll zag
1: and um, I'll go. Ginger Baker. I was just about to say, is is that the lay of the race at the current price? Gee whiz. Thought it was pretty good behind okay behind Karamundi, it was okay behind Benji's. Okay. It's only getting two and a half kilos. And for me this is significantly harder than those races. I just think ginger bake is just it's going well enough, great tactical speed. It's a nice horse to own, nice horse to be a part of. Surely one of these is sharper than it.
0: Yeah, it's got us a sufficient mean? source, isn't it? Yeah. Just to me,
1: so. it's it's going like I think that's why it's had 20 starts for seven seconds. Mm. So it just puts itself in the right place. It's a yeah, just fine. It's a gunner. It's a gunner. So I'm, and I'm backing Holy Ghost, by the way. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two birds <laughs> of a feather. Uh, um dearie me. Uh, <laughs>
0: and my Maddie comes up in this race as well, number eleven.
1: form. Jeez, there. you backed yeah. Crazy I've, four uh, starts <laughs> ago, three starts ago, didn't you? Four starts ago, and ran third to seventy. Yep. About 60 to 1 that day on the exchange, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Good punning, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. So, uh, (laughs) (laughs) what a race to – we're a race to today. Well, it is. Advance could absolutely smack him or something random – Big, very random
1: is going to happen so. yeah like I was hoping when I saw Brad got 380 advanced I was a bit disappointed I was hoping it went up real short um, even the 290 now like my hope was that it was just be really thin 250 240 230 yeah. and it would just give everything else a lot more rain so yeah um, yeah. yeah so I wouldn't be going too hard here but Holy Ghost place heavy for me alright so car. let's take a Break. I'm the place the card as well. It's <laughs> <laughs> $3.80. <laughs> that'll do.
0: Let's uh, take a break and we'll be back with our bests, our mads and our lays for the Betfair exchange, betfair.com.au. All right, the whips are cracking. We're turning for home and it's the Betfair best betting propositions for finally Stakes Day. Over to the guru. What's your bet? best? I think I know which one it is. But
1: we'll go. Oh, it's oh, got to be the one with the most meat on the bone. As I said, there's about six of them. i are fairly confident we'll get the job done um, at the shorts, but uh, go forward at, um, yeah, it's still near four bucks. That's well over my price. So race seven, go forward.
0: Go forward. I like go forward as well. Oh, a, bit, a bit of diversity here. I'll pivot to Benji's. Benji's? Uh, Benji's, yes.
1: Hope you're right. Yeah, I think we a lot. I think we're aligning on seven of the nine. TIF? Uh, Tiff, uh, race eight and race nine. Race three. But in saying that, I, I, me, Tiff, I could end me the up card. on Tiff. I'm going to be. I'm going to be. Um,
0: dirty.
1: Yeah, uh, there'll be some good audio to play after <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> my lay. Uh, <laughs> I, I like to lay one. I definitely don't think I'll win. And I, this yeah, probably it's hard, can. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, this probably can. But I'm. I'm. It's. I price it double. So we'll go with candlelight supper. Uh, in race number five, Ginger Baker was the other one. Remembering I laid Rejuvi King last week. So um, I've had a really good record of my lays over the yeah. journey, actually. And uh, yeah, Rejuvi King. In all fairness, I think it was 440 out to 10 bucks. Or something like that, so I it, like, was oh, a,
0: right. it, it was a lay at the price on the Thursday, and then you just backed it on the day, so no big yeah. deal. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think I said it out I I at 18. So,
0: <laughs> um, in the same boat as you, I couldn't really find something that I was dead set wanting to oppose. I just felt like I'm very, like you, very keen to go forward. The fact that SATA Power is currently three dollars, oh. three ten, three twenty, I'm going to take Sato Power on. I, I don't know whether that horse can make it necessarily make it two straight so, okay uh, at that price I'm I hope bit, you're right That's my late in race number seven of course the happy birthday 80th birthday to Ted Robinson handicap and what's your maddie
1: mm. uh, there aren't there's nothing I'm sort of popping into with a huge amount of enthusiasm over 20 to one so I think it's a day where we like a lot of the shorties so let's roll them together I think what I'm yelling out now is about 35 40 to one at the moment so yeah you, your. Get your, your pad and uh, pen, pen out. <laughs> your pad and your, your pen out. Um, race one, sock Tap, off. Get a tab form out. Cir- <laughs> circle them. Circle them. Race one, sock off. Race three, protege. Race six, buster bash. Race seven, go forward. Uh, it's about 38 to one. It's telling me there.
0: Bang, 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 bang.
1: Should be bang, bang, bang. you go. got one, two. You've got three leaders. And you've got one that'll be one off three back. And that's later in the day when you usually can make more ground. So party time.
0: Very good. My Maddie is in the Get Out Stakes, a.k.a. the free entry to power Park <laughs> Handicap. Number 11, Heck, McLaren train, Crazy. What the Maddie. heck? What the heck if he gets up? That might be the headline. And there you go, Jay. Terry's just giving <laughs> you the headline. That's cracker. Um, that is my Maddie. Oh, I really wanted to go Yeah, Daddy again, but $14, best available at the moment. I think that would be a bit of fudging going on there. So I'm going to mm. stick to the formula. And uh, the rules of the game, and crazy is my
1: uh, Maddie for Family Steakster. The rules of the game, you yeah. know, I, I do like that, BJ. All right, that brings us uh, to the end.